greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is your Apostle Nicole Reddick Alexander. We are discussing today the doctrines of baptism. The doctrines of baptism. Last week we discussed the doctrines of word baptism. Today we are going to discuss water baptism. The doctrine of water baptism. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I thank you that you give us an understanding and help us to grow and be strengthened in the spirit. I pray that you would open every eye and every ear to the doctrine of water baptism, that they may see and understand, that they may hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Holy Ghost, have your way. Be glorified. Speak through me. In the name of Jesus Christ, the potentate King, forever and ever. Amen and amen. The doctrine of baptism. The doctrine of water baptism was done by John the Baptist. It started there. But let's go to our scripture from Hebrews 6, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, leaving the principles of doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God of the doctrines of baptisms, and of the laying on of hands, and of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. So of the doctrines of baptism, he's saying, let us go on in faith towards God. So we have the first principles down, and now we are going to be discussing, furthermore, the doctrines of baptism. This is to help you grow in the spirit. This is to help you be strong. Now, what does it mean to baptize? Last week, we learned that some baptisms are washing. This week, we're learning to be baptized in the way of John the Baptist means to immerse or submerge for a religious purpose. Immerse or submerge for a religious purpose. That means someone is going to take you under the water and bring you back up. To immerse. To baptize. Is the, the result of the act of dipping, which is the immerse or submerging. And then it also means to emerge in water in token of purification from sin and spiritual pollution. We learned that last week in the washings. And to be baptized means to be identified with. I want you to understand it. So in the Christian faith, we are identified together through baptism, the doctrine of baptism. You have the doctrine of the word of God with what which washes. So last week we learned that we can be identified together that through the word of God, he washes and cleanses our spirit. Baptism. Today we're learning that we need to be baptized the way John the Baptist 
baptize people unto repentance by water, by the emerging, the submerging of for a religious purpose. So here we have baptisms. This is the water baptism by John the Baptist. Now, the Baptist means the function committed to or exercised by someone. So you have John the Baptist. He was committed to it and he exercised submersion in water unto repentance. Isaiah, the 40th chapter. Isaiah, the 40th chapter. As believers, we are identified together through water baptism. If you ever been water baptized, to be baptized means to be identified with. So we must understand we have taken the steps that we need to be identified with Christ. Isaiah, the 40th chapter. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she have received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. This is a prophecy of what John the Baptist was doing in his water baptism. He was preparing the way for the Lord, making the path straight in the desert, a highway for our God. Let's go to Malachi. Let's go to Malachi, the fourth chapter. The fifth verse, it says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. He's making the pathway straight. And we got to understand that in water baptism, when you come to Christ and you start going to church, they ask you, do you want to be baptized? And when you say yes, and you get submerged under the water and brought back up, you are now identified with Christ and his body. But it's unto repentance. We are baptized and identified with Christ. If you can understand it, you'll see it. Let's go. I want, I want to take you. No, I don't want to go ahead of myself. Let's go to Matthew, the third chapter. Matthew, the third chapter, the sixth verse. Well, let's start with verse five. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan, and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. They were baptized. What did I tell you baptized mean? It means to emerge in water in token of purification from sin and spiritual pollution, to be, to be identified with 
or to be submerged for a religious purpose. Here we have is for the repentance of sins. They said they're confessing their sins. They're repenting it. They're speaking it with their mouth that they have a change of mind. Matthew, let's go to the 11th verse. Matter of fact, let's just keep reading down. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, come to his baptism, and this is the result of the act of dipping. See, the people were getting baptized. They were being submerged. So here he is. He is, he is baptizing, which they're calling baptism. He said unto them, O generation of vipers, who have warned you to flee from the wrath to come? He says, bring forth therefore fruits, meat for repentance. Now, fruit, meat for repentance. We have to bring forth fruit, meat for repentance. That means we have to have this change of mind. That means we have to, we have to walk in a way, walk in a way that we see we're wrong and repent. Say, God, I acknowledge you and I have a change of heart. I believe what you're saying now. I trust it. So we have to bring forth, therefore, fruit, meat for repentance. If you ever been baptized and, and you're a believer now, if you've ever said the sinner's prayer, you've confessed with your mouth and you were repentive and you were baptized, you have brought forth fruit, meat for repentance. And that's who all of us, we have done that from one point to the other. So confession is the open mouth repentance. Saying, God, I have a change of heart and change of mind. Forgive me of my sins. I acknowledge I am a sinner and deliver me. Set me free. I believe in your son, Jesus Christ. And I, from this point on, I follow you. Fruit, meat for repentance. And it must come from the heart. Most of the time, people won't re repeat that unless they're ready for a change. And think not to say within yourself, we have Abraham uh, of our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Good fruit is fruit of repentance. We must bring fruit worthy of repentance. Good fruit. If, you, if I just preach to you good fruit and never identify to you what good fruit is, you can never walk in it. But I'm telling you today, repentance, confession of your sins, is good fruit. Therefore, you must bring forth fruit, meat, for repentance. 
Verse 11, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So here we have John the Baptist. It is his job and his duty. He is commissioned by God to bring forth fruit meat for repentance, to exercise baptism. To exercise baptizing. To getting people to repent. This was his way of preparing for the Lord. Opening in a pathway for Christ to enter in, to preach, to teach, to heal, to deliver, to give eternal life. Let's go to Mark, the first chapter. Mark, the first chapter, the 40, the fourth verse. The fourth verse. John did, well, here we go, verse 3. Well, let's go back up to the beginning. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This is the beginning of Christ and his teachings, his doctrines, his life. The death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord. It's about him. There are, there are times he taught and prophesied of things that was going to happen in his life. There are times he taught the way of salvation. He would go around saying, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And every prophet should start there. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. That is the way of John the Baptist. As it is written in the prophets, behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John did baptize in the wilderness and preach the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea and they of Jerusalem and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. John was preparing the way of the Lord. He was preparing his way. And what did he say? He preached baptism of repentance. So not only did you have to confess it with your mouth, you had to be water submerged. And when John the Baptist went around preaching, he preached Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And what did I tell you last week? The word of God is a washing. So not only did he start with the word of God, which gave you that inward washing, he then baptizes you in, in, in the natural water to bring forth um, a symbol of the Holy Spirit baptism, which we're going to get to next week.
So here we have the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. This was John the Baptist. He was preparing the way for the Lord, for Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Acts, the 19th chapter. Acts, the 19th chapter, the third voice, verse. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. John's baptism. This is the repentance baptism. Baptism of repentance through submerging in water and confessing with the mouth. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people, that they should believe on him which should come after him that is on Christ Jesus. That is on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is the water baptism. Repentance, confessing with the mouth, is the outward cleansing. The outward cleansing. Acts 2.38 Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, the gift of the Holy Ghost. So we here see again, he's the Apostle Peter here is saying, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Every time you see a water baptism, this person had confessed their sins. And now is being identified with Christ through baptism. What is baptized? Nothing but to be identified with something, someone. And in water baptism and confession of the mouth is with Jesus Christ. Acts 1.5 For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Here, I just keep reading scriptures that have baptized with water, baptized with the Holy Ghost, baptized with water, baptized with the Holy Ghost. We've got to understand that even Jesus speaks of this baptism. Baptism of both. Now next week I will get into the Holy Ghost because that is the power of the Almighty. And each and every one of us get baptized by His Spirit in Christ's time.
John truly baptized with water. You've got to go through the water. You've got to be submerged. He's making a way because Jesus is the one that baptized with the Holy Ghost. He's making a way. First is the water unto repentance. Then there's the Holy Ghost. Baptism. Now, there are instances in the Bible where people received the Holy Ghost first and then there was the water baptism. But they go hand in hand. If you got one, you're going to get the other. You've just got to keep pressing in. You've got to keep leaning on Jesus. You've got to keep hearing the word of God. You've got to keep getting that inner washing, inner washing by the word. Mark, the first chapter. You get that inner washing. You get that outer emerging and dipping for the confession and remission of sins. Mark 1, 9. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan. Now here we have Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, who never sinned, yet he's going through the water baptism. The man, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our Lord and King. Jesus comes from Nazareth and was baptized of John in Jordan. And straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open. Here he had a vision. He saw heaven opened. Now, when Christ is seeing heaven opened, he's seeing the spirit like a dove descending upon him. This isn't just the first heaven. Jesus is seeing in to the holy heaven, which is the second heaven, where God is. And the dove is coming down. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. This is dealing with God. So it's not this first heaven. It's the holy heaven, the second heaven, where God dwells. And we must understand that this is the time. We need both baptisms. There's a lot going on in this world. And we need both baptisms. The outward washing, the emerging, but then the inward baptism, the washing of the word, and the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, I was telling you that Jesus also said this. Let's go look down to verse 14. Now, after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. The good news of Jesus Christ. Believe the gospel. Matthew, the 13th chapter. Matthew 3. Matthew, the third chapter. 
Mark chapter the 13th verse. It says, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? Here it is. Remember, John the Baptist is preparing the way for the Lord. And the Lord is speaking to him, and he's saying, Wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to be baptized of you, but you're coming to me? Why is that, Lord? That's what he's asking. Why? Because there's a question mark. I'm not understanding this. I need baptism from you, but you're coming to me? What is it that my Lord need? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill our righteousness. They're going to fulfill the righteousness of God, the righteousness of the law. You've got to fulfill all righteousness. So in order for us to be identified with Christ, he had to be submerged. He had to go under just like you and me. Although he knew no sin, he was the good news, the gospel right in our faces. Well, in their faces. Because he walked with them. And here is another, this is Matthew's testimony. We read Mark. And Jesus said, when, and Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water and lo, the heavens were open. There was a vision, vision, and he saw the visions. Heaven open, you always see or hear. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. There's always, always, always a connection to the open heaven. The open heavens. And I told you. Because it says lower voice. This is my beloved son. We know it's pertaining to God. So it wasn't this first heaven. It was the holy heaven. The second heaven. So this. This understanding of water baptism is always with repentance. This is the doctrine of baptism. If you want to be identified with Christ, we must go through John the Baptist. And his baptism was that of confession and submerging in water and bringing right back up. A dipping. A dipping. And it is to fulfill all righteousness. The outward washing and the inward washing. And next week we will talk on the Holy Ghost. And it's close to the day of Pentecost. So it is right in alignment. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this word. I thank you for your love and your grace. I thank you for teaching us your ways, showing us how you wash and cleanse us.
how you dip us, how we are identified with you through baptism. And Father, I pray that you would touch the ears of the hearers, that they may see you, and that they will confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus and water baptism and want to be baptized and identify with you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.